Hello and welcome to Unapologetic with me, Robin McNeil, identity coach and mentor for coaches. This is the podcast for the entrepreneurs with the complex mind as we pick apart the intricacies of running a successful business. Enjoy conversations with incredible guests from around the world. And of course, you'll get to hear my inner bitch firsthand as I dive headfirst into the topics we often shy away from. Ready to be unapologetic? Let's go. But for the high achiever, when you're stuck in that kind of position and you feel like your wings are clipped and you can't fly, it makes sense for us to turn to entrepreneurship. And I saw, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people flocking to the online space, realizing how easy it was to make money and to take your expertise and bring it into the entrepreneurship space. Well, hello, my friends. Today, I wanted to start with talking about what the heck is even a high achiever. I think it's actually a phrase that we're probably hearing more and more lately. In fact, as soon as I started using it, thank you, Bader-Meinhof phenomenon, I started to see it everywhere. People using the phrase over and over again, and quite aptly, I might say, for the entrepreneur. Because I do believe that a lot of entrepreneurs are the high achievers. We are the ones who went out into the workforce and thought, you know what? This is not for me. I need to be my own boss. I need to pave my own way. I need the flexibility and the freedom to share my ideas and to do the things that, quite honestly, I believe matter. And I think for any high achiever, you get really hampered by the corporate process and the corporate conditioning. And it feels like we're always fighting against that next glass ceiling or sometimes even like concrete ceilings. I know for me, when I was in corporate, it felt like a lot of the changes that I wanted to make, changes that quite honestly, a lot of companies are making now, especially coming out of the pandemic, when a lot of companies saw their workforce working from home and employees were seeing a need for a better work-life balance. Like, why, why can't we do this moving forward? And I know for myself, this is something that I wanted to bring forward was um, let's change the traditional work structure and let's be a little more flexible, especially with supervisory and management staff, you know, and really let's take care of people's overall mental health. Because what I kept seeing over and over again were people being promoted into leadership positions who, quite frankly, should never have been a leader, but they'd put in their time and that was that. They'd been there a while, so they get a chance at it. Instead of saying, you know what, you need to spread your wings and fly somewhere else and climb the leadership ladder outside of this organization. And I think that's something that we're seeing actually quite a bit more of. But for the high achiever, when you're stuck in that kind of position and you feel like your wings are clipped and you can't fly, it makes sense for us to turn to entrepreneurship. And I saw, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people flocking to the online space, realizing how easy it was to make money and to take your expertise and bring it into the entrepreneurship space. 
And I think, unfortunately, we've seen a lot of those people leave the space. But for you that are here right now, or maybe those that are, you're running your business alongside your corporate structure, you likely will identify as the high achiever. Now, there is a difference, I believe, between high achieving and overachieving. And sometimes with a high achiever, we can venture into overachievement, (laughs) where we're really trying to prove something to ourselves. But for the most part, I believe that the high achiever actually knows their worth. You know what you're worth. You know your value. You know your potential. I really believe that potential is something that I don't have to share that often with my clients and with potential clients because if I say that, they're like, yeah, I know. It's not, it's not the potential. They don't not know their worthiness and what kind of success. They're actually more afraid of the success. They're afraid that their potential is going to change them, that their potential is going to bring them an exponential amount of wealth, and they have fear that they're not ready for that. The high achiever, honestly, has such a complex mind, too. And so when we are getting into the entrepreneur space, we can overthink absolutely everything. In the way that we overthink what we're going to have for lunch. In fact, it's getting pretty close to lunchtime for me right now. And yeah, I keep struggling to figure out, like, what am I, what am I really going to have? <laughs> It'll probably take me another hour after I finish recording this. Um, but that's what our complex minds do for us. They don't want to give us any simple answer. They want to let us overthink it because that's what we've trained them to do. So when I talk about high achiever, I'm talking about you with a complex mind, the ability to overthink anything, the person who will often fall into people-pleasing tendencies, not because we feel like we need that recognition, but because we come from such a high place of service where we want to help everybody. We want to share this knowledge because, man, is our brain bursting with knowledge and information. And unfortunately, that's where we get into boundary pushing and savior complex, which we will definitely talk about in future episodes. But that people-pleasing, it can really hold you back from being a successful entrepreneur, especially when you're trying to please everyone and you're pleasing no one all at once. Brings back very horrid memories of corporate, I'm sure. And of course, people-pleasing, boundary-pushing can also lead you to not following your passion. This is a very, very, very telltale sign of a high achiever is having multiple ideas, multiple skills, multiple experiences, and you're good at all of them. I would call you a (laughs) multi-expert, the multi-hyphenate, if you will, in trying to pick one to actually help people with. It can be the hardest thing that you do in business. And in fact, a lot of the clients that I work with have so many skills and ideas that we do spend quite a bit of time honing in on the one that lights you up. And so I can share my own story about this. I actually, I came to the space, I had a million ideas about what I wanted to coach on. And I tried kind of, I would say a few, but I locked in really quickly on an introvert coach. I wanted to coach introverts because I understand the introvert mind, which I think a lot of high achievers just naturally are introverted. 
Um, but I was speaking directly to the introverts. And I think that actually really helped me to see success right off the bat. But what happened for me is that, like, I I think six months in, I was like, this isn't working. I'm not attracting the right people. And, and instead of really just looking at my passions and trying to make a business out of my passions and my skill set, I was like, oh, I just need to change my ideal client. I'm going to broaden it and I'm going to allow anybody to come and work with me and I'm going to be a marketing coach because <laughs> um, I knew marketing and I'd had a lot of experience with marketing in both my corporate life and now online and helping people. I actually did some OBM work ahead of that and of course all of the research and experimentation that I did. But that wasn't what it was. It wasn't marketing. So I'm going to try sustainability coach. What, what, what the fuck does sustainability even mean? Okay, well, uh, I guess really I'm a leadership coach, but not like a leadership leadership coach, but I'm, I'm like a self-leadership coach. Like I want to help you lead. And I kept having these conversations with my, my coach. It's like, I just love coaching. I just love coaching. <laughs> um. And I couldn't really ever figure it out. I'm like, I just want to work with the person, with the individual, with, you know, this this person. And I kept describing, actually, the high achiever. This entire time I was describing them, but I hadn't pinpointed it. And so from self-leadership, I actually I jumped into a mastermind with the great Claire Paltrow. Um, definitely check her out. Her podcast also amazing. I have an episode on there. You can check her out. But I... I really learned really quickly that I was lost, that self-leadership still meant nothing. And after, I would say, only two sessions with uh, Sarah Lucille, who is the copywriting coach for that, um, for that mastermind, we really honed in on the fact that I was helping the high achiever, the gifted, the intellectual, the academic, the complex mind. Um, and that this person really honestly was me. And we feel like the black sheep in a sea of white sheep. We feel like we have so much potential and so much expertise and experience. But yet, little Susie Lou with her marketing coaching business is making 10 times what we're making in half the time that she's been online. And we get through all of these mindset blocks and mindset spirals because we're comparing ourselves because again we know our potential we know that we can do this and yet like success is not coming the way we want it when at the end of the day quite often we are actually holding ourselves back from that success because well <laughs> we have some fears and you know through the coaching process is when those fears start to be uncovered and as soon as you start moving through them and finding that identity, really, it honestly comes back to identity, all of a sudden success starts snowballing. And I've seen this over and over again with clients when they've really honed in on that identity, on who they are as the high achiever and embracing it and owning it and, uh, and uh, uh, like just allowing all of the intricacies of being a high achiever to flood them, to become them. And then them become themselves, boom, success, snowballs every single time, like without doubt. I've had people go from making nothing to signing a 5K a month client just by owning who they are. 
And the unfortunate part about it is that there are not a lot of coaches and mentors in this space who truly, truly understand the the mind work that goes behind becoming an entrepreneur. But even more than that, the complexity of the mind of somebody who is a high achiever, who is an academic or an intellect. Because we have the most complex mind and we have the most deep conditioning. And finding your identity again is actually deconditioning from everything we've been taught, everything we've been learned, all, all of these experiences. And to really just kind of peel back all of the layers until we are this real, raw, vulnerable person that gets to start rebuilding again. And that's the beautiful part of working with my clients is watching them rebuild and own who they are as a high achiever. And this is where that inner bitch comes in. (laughs) And so if you haven't listened to me before, I talk about the inner bitch. You can go on my Instagram. I have inner bitch monologues where I just share kind of what's on my mind uh, in a fairly unapologetic way. And the reason for that is that as a high achiever and as somebody who has always wanted to climb the ranks, we've also been very mindful of not stepping on toes and not seeing the wrong things. Like we've been so incredibly conscious of what we say and do and what opinions we share, especially as women around men or in a male dominated industry, you're going to be even more cautious. And that gets really, really conditioned into you until all of a sudden the things that you're saying, the ideas that you're sharing uh, are no longer your own. You've got to peel all of those layers back so you can be your unapologetic self. So you can let that inner bitch come out and say all the things that you would have said to that boss five years ago and say it to the people that you're now wanting to help. That is the journey that I am going to take you on with this podcast. I'm going to take you on the journey of starting to find your unapologetic self, to pull out that inner bitch, to say the things that you really should say. Because those are the things that are going to attract people to you. Those are the, the ideas and the opinions and the point of view that is going to attract your ideal client to you, your dream client, the one who's going to be knocking on your door saying, oh, I want to work with you. Without that, without being raw and real and vulnerable, you're going to continue to spin your wheels. And you are way too fucking talented for that. So my friend, I hope that if you identify as the high achiever, you see yourself in something that I've said in this episode, that you hit that subscribe button so you'll know exactly when episodes drop. Thank you so much for listening today, and we'll see you again soon. You've been listening to Unapologetic. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share it with others or leave a rating and review. Your reviews help more women to find this podcast so they too can be unapologetic in life and in business. 